Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Now, just before we get started, as always, if you're watching this on the Total Somatics YouTube channel, don't forget to like, share, subscribe and press the notification bell so lots of other people can hear this content too and we can just have that wonderful ripple effect around the world. Okay, so today I'd love us to delve into the subject of gratitude and really how gratitude starts to influence and change our brain for the better. And I'd really love to share with you in this episode today how gratitude has really helped to support me and all my family and friends in the last couple of weeks. So I'm going to give you a bit of a, um, a, bit of a brief and um, personal story of what's happened recently. Now, if you can recall the last episode, which was on about regulating your nervous system and also nature, was a beautiful episode, wasn't it? And if you haven't checked it out, please do. Um, but within that episode, I talked about how important it is to regulate our nervous system. And I shared lots of lovely videos and, and also photos from our road trip around Western Australia. Well, the next day, I certainly had to practice what I preach because for our entire family, things shifted upside down. So after recording that episode, so we were leaving Western Australia that day. But we were leaving in a very different situation with very highly stressed nervous system. My sister, had, who lives in Melbourne, so on the other side of Australia, she'd actually collapsed and had a cardiac arrest. Thankfully, she had people around her and we are forever grateful. And one day we will find out the firefighter who did CPR on her for 30 minutes. And then they tried to restart her heart eight times. So, of course, what happened was, is we woke up to hear this news. So all my family in England had been contacting us, but of course, everything was switched off and on silent. So we got on the plane. We flew three hours back to Adelaide. We then had a quick sleep overnight, washed the clothes so we were fresh. And then we jumped in the car the next day. And my husband drove a solid 10 hours to get to the hospital. When we got to the hospital, my sister was on life support and it was incredibly stressful, as you can imagine. So we basically spent all the hours of the day and really late into the night, my husband and I would be stroking her arm, we'd be talking to her. We had some incredibly stressful conversations with the um, incredible, amazing staff, the ICU staff. Um, and they were telling us they weren't sure about what her brain would be like if she was gonna be in a vegetative state. So can you imagine a lovely holiday and we've just had this lovely relaxed nervous system and it changed. So what I want to share with you is it's a positive result at the end of this. But during this time, I was determined to ensure that my sister was not going to be switched off. <laughs> so I said to all the family and friends, send me really positive, proactive, upbuilding 
audios and recollections of our life. And I would sing nursery rhymes that my mom made for us all as individuals in the family. And I'd sing those to my sister. We played lots of Monty Python. We played Pulp, Oasis, um, lots of sketches from like the royal family, lots of things um, just to try and get some deep brain stimulation. Well, fast forward a few days, and then she started to come out of the coma. And all I can tell you now is she's doing really well. There's a very long road to recovery. It's gonna take a long time. Um, her life will be very different, but she's got our support. So that's that's the main thing. Um, she will have a good quality of life, um, but she, the doctors are really happy because they said she's made rapid recovery with her brain, like stimulation wise. Again, there's a lot of rehab that will have to happen, but her memory's brilliant. She's as sharp as anything. So we like to think that that deep brain stimulation helped somehow. And really that's why I wanna share this entire episode with you because we found that the the practice of gratitude is what got us through the last couple of weeks um i can't tell you the amount of times and if you're listening to this and you are an icu nurse or you work in icu because the receptionists in icu were amazing as well i just want you to know that you're all angels and you are all worth your weight in gold and they are i can't tell you the amount of times we kept telling them that they're angels in uniform they kept our sister alive you know all these sorts of things so um the gratitude started there but then also we had this gratitude of knowing how incredible our brains are and we were determined to ensure that my sister was going to have the best um, way of moving forward where she could. So from this traumatic event, um, as you can imagine, our immune systems plummeted. My husband and I ended up quite sick. Um, so we have had to come back to Adelaide. My nephew's been over from New York taking care of a lot of things. We've been on the phone liaising. Um, but as you can imagine, this week about the high temperature and just getting over the cold, the sore throat, malaise, and there's been a lot of crying and staring into space. So there was a lot of processing that was happening. But you see, as we started to just allow ourselves to release a lot of stuff that we were holding last week, um, we really continue to develop this practice of gratitude. Again, gratitude for the staff, um, for my sister's strong constitution and how she's got this second chance. A massive gratitude to my cousin as well and her husband for allowing us to stay in their home in Melbourne. And they were so great to come home and just talk to, again, practicing a lot of gratitude and very positive, proactive conversations. So having caring family, friends, and I must say a massive shout out, lots of kisses and virtual hugs to the Total Somatics community. Again, I really wanna share my gratitude there because they've provided such a huge support during the week. Um, and that's what I find is so powerful is that this is where it's, it's so nice to be able to um, connect with people around the world and feel that love and support. But let's start considering how we're going to take this practice of gratitude, because, for example, we're very grateful for my sister's amazing, marvellous brain. And under all of that situation, when we were talking to her, playing the music, her brain was still wiring, was still hearing lots of things going on. We'll never know how much she could hear. 
Um, her memory's not great at recalling even when she came out of the coma. Um, it's only now that she's starting to piece bits together. But we know that deep down her brain was still working with her. So we're, we're really impressed by what the doctor said that her rapid recovery is um, making a big difference. So as I said, this week she's being cared for with like a switch over of staff. And so we have had the opportunity to rest, allow our nervous system to regulate again um, and been sitting in the garden in nature and just resting as much as we could. And the gratitude practice has been crucial. It's been central really to our recovery this week. And um, because people can sometimes ruminate and keep reliving the trauma. And I have found this week that I've asked like my mom to be able to just let people know an outline of what's happened because every time I've had to repeat it to someone, it just rakes it all up again. So we want to kind of move forward into a new phase with that gratitude and moving forward with a positive focus instead of regurgitating all those traumatic images that are there. So as I said, don't get me wrong, we've stared into space a lot, we've cried a lot. Even today, my husband and I are just kind of walking around and you know you still, there's that decompression that's happening. However, when you practice gratitude, it really does support massively. Um, and you may be listening to this and you may have had a similar situation happen. However, it may not have been such a positive ending. And for that, um, what I want to show is how we can still draw out something positive from this, because I am sure that you can still find that that person that you may have lost at this point, you're grateful that they've enriched your life and that you will forever be grateful that they touched your life and added so much to who you are as a person today. And so wherever we are on the spectrum, I want to share some research with you into gratitude and how it influences our brain. Now, in 2008, the scientists conducted a study to measure the brain activity of people that were thinking and feeling gratitude. That's really important to feel it because you can talk these things, but unless you actually have that somatic awareness and that embodiment practice and you are totally somatic, it can just be words. So again, the feeling of gratitude. When people had this, there were changes and the results were really interesting. It said that the gratitude caused synchronized activation in multiple brain regions and it lit up parts of the brain that were involved with the reward centers and also within the hypothalamus. So, of course, we know with the hypothalamus is again, we, we're bringing in multiple areas. So there's this lighting up all over your brain. So in short, what they said from their results is that gratitude will boost the neurotransmitters of serotonin, which we know is that happy hormone, and it activates the brainstem to produce dopamine. And of course, we know that dopamine is the, the brain's pleasure chemical. And the more that we think positive, grateful thoughts, this will translate into a healthier and happier way of living and feeling. And so, you know, if you've been listening to me or watching me for a while within the Total Somatics um, podcasts or the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast or Total Somatics channel, should I say, I'm just getting everything mixed up there, but I'm sure you know what I'm referring to. If you've been watching me for a while on my podcasts, you will know that our mindset heavily influences our posture, our breathing, our movement, and whether we're mindful or not, 
and it also influences our perception of pain. So let us consider some total somatic approaches towards the practice of gratitude as we move forward and how this will then have a ripple effect and knock on to support other health areas of health and well-being for us. So, for example, could you write a daily um, gratitude journal, you know, just different things and every day make it different. And I may have shared with you before, but my husband and I have a jar it's just over there because I'm at home, as you can imagine, been sick, haven't been to work this week. So it's just over there and we have a little gratitude jar and we have like post-it notes. And to be fair, sometimes because of what's happened recently, we might have not done one each week, but we usually put five different different um, little pointers to what we're grateful for, fold them up, put them in the jar, and then on New Year's Eve or where, whenever nearabouts that, we'll open them up and have a look back at what we've been grateful for over the year. And so when you make it different every time, it means you really have to work and, and pull out deep other areas because it's so easy to just keep rolling off the tongue of same few practices, you know, of gratitude expressions. If we have to think deep and really meditate and ponder on it, then we're really drawing deeper into our um, soma and working at what we are truly grateful for. Also, could you make it a daily practice to listen to positive, grateful affirmations? I'm sure you'd agree we live in a world at the moment whereby um, bad news sells. You know, good news does not sell, does it? You know, they make catastrophizing headlines. Um, there's always like red print across the TV screen, dramatic music, because it whips people up. It really draws them in. But we don't want to be like a puppet on a string to the media and all these other areas that will dictate our emotions. If we're developing a gratitude practice and we're also ensuring that we listen to positive, grateful, proactive affirmations and literature and music and, and books, if it's not reading it, it's listening to an audiobook or a podcast like this. If we can switch our mindset, that's going to make a huge difference to us overall. And also, don't forget, I have three free resources that I'm going to share with you again. These are really good just again to work within your soma. We want to take care of everything within your soma. So again, it's gratitude practices, but it's also making us feel safe and centered and comfortable from within. So I'm going to share those three free resources with you. So the first one is if you if you go to totalsomatics.com forward slash gift, that's totalsomatics.com forward slash gift. The second resource would be totalsomatics.com forward slash regulate. That's totalsomatics.com forward slash regulate. And then the third one is totalsomatics.com forward slash calm, as in C-A-L-M, totalsomatics.com forward slash calm. If you have those three and you might rotate them as your practice, that's really deeply embedding into you again, a grateful heart. And that will start to impact again in other areas, your actions, your speech, your breathing, how you move, your posture, everything that we discuss within Total Somatics. And also something huge that we've been talking about the whole week and the last two weeks really now, um, is having an incredibly grateful heart 
for people around us. So it's not just being grateful and just talk, you know, focusing on us, but how can we show um, that contagious love and gratitude to other people? So I can't tell you the amount of times that we kept saying to the, the ICU staff, you're all angels, you're keeping our sister alive, you're amazing. And then, you know, they're so modest. This one ICU nurse went, not really, we're just doing our job. And I thought that says it all really, doesn't it? They're so amazing. So showing that gratitude um, and that appreciation and then saying to my sister things like, you have got such an amazing body. Like now today, she's not on a dialysis. So we're going, your kidneys are so strong. Now she's going to kill me for saying this because she'll hear this at a later date. But on the phone call with her yesterday, we were grateful and we cheered because she had her first two big poos. So she's going to kill me for this. Um, but can you see how those little bits of gratitude it's just, it makes such a difference. So we've been talking quite openly about her bowel habits since, and now she's going to see it's all over the internet. Um, but can you see, it's that gratitude. We're grateful for these wonderful staff, grateful that she's got this amazing body that all it wants to do is get back to homeostasis or a state of balance. When we sat there last week, I was grateful to live in a good country with a good healthcare system to see these incredibly expensive, amazing machines keeping her alive. Um, and then now grateful of all these allied health professionals that will be so supporting and helping her along the way. There's just so many things to be grateful for. And so that's why I want to share this with you, because it's been so overwhelming that we could have just gone drawn into this vortex of just regurgitating and thinking of everything awful that's happened. And it has been awful. But we've pulled back and gone, do you know what? She's got a second chance at life. It's absolutely amazing. We're grateful for this. Um, and she's incredibly grateful to have another chance as well. So this is really wanting to share with you how what we all want to do is bring these practices in and as i say to you last week was that the irony hey nervous system regulation and nature next day boom it's like well here we go let's put everything into practice and i've been saying to the total somatics community everything that's in the total somatics membership i've been going in and i've been applying it to so all the um the nervous system regulation and grounding strategies because sometimes you know i might know this stuff but when i go in and i see the recordings it's nice to actually be led by this stuff because you know your mind is so focused elsewhere so I personally benefited and been incredibly grateful for the Total Somatics membership too. Um, but what I want to share with you is with these gratitude practices that we have, what we need to do is make it a daily habit. We need to make sure we set aside time each day to practice this. Um, and when we do that, what will happen is this daily practice changes the wiring in your brain. It changes your focus and your mindset. It changes you from ruminating and being quite pessimistic or just noticing all the negativity to switching it to become optimistic and actually see the opportunities that arise from this. Even the most painful of situations can be incredibly, um, there's always something that we can be incredibly grateful for. And finally, what I also wanna 
share with my gratitude this week is for all of you that listen or watch this YouTube channel or the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast. I really appreciate everything and all your support and your beautiful comments, either privately or publicly. Um, so I just want to put a massive hug out to all of you as well for listening and really appreciate the ongoing support. So really, today has been a huge um, episode about gratitude, a bit of a love fest, really. Um, we will get back into normal like next week, but I wanted to share how gratitude changes your brain. And if we can really focus on that, that's so important. And the reason I say that for as well, if we want to jump off slightly, is this time of the year, at the start of the year, there's all these intentions about new resolutions. And sometimes people can be quite tough on themselves, you know, going, I'm going to just deprive myself of this. They might not use the word deprive, but cut back on this, do more, um, I overdo it with the exercise. And within no time at all, boom, they're back to their old habits. And what we now want to do is actually just show a, a level of gratitude to our incredible bodies and how if we work on our mindset, all the other things will flow in place. Sometimes we can be pushing it and it could be all ego driven, but the gratitude is where it's an embodiment practice. And when we are truly embodied, then we change our neuro, you know, the chemistry in our, in our brain, in our body. It lowers our stress down. It makes us just take things at a comfortable pace so that we can change we can make new these resolutions but do it in more of a loving nurturing way and doing that with a level of gratitude so i hope that's that kind of weaves in a little bit there just because i've been listening and reading and hearing a lot of comments on people are feeling really disappointed that they had these resolutions and they've already dropped off the wagon as it were but can i encourage you to switch your mindset to more of a gratitude knowing how if we want to make changes long term with our mindset and our body as a whole it's a gradual evolution and we will do it but sometimes pushing ourselves um, and there is a lack of gratitude when we're pushing ourselves sometimes um, just puts a lot of more pressure and as what's happened in the last week or so you just don't know what tomorrow is going to bring so take care of yourself take care of all of those around you um, and just focus constantly on regulating your nervous system. When you regulate your nervous system, your mindset, your internal narrative, all your thoughts will be much more positive, much more proactive. And then what we want to do is naturally we want to improve our health and well-being, and that will just start to flow too. So as always, I send all my love, all my very best wishes to you. And thank you again so much. There's been a lot of people behind the scenes that have been sending their love and support to all of us as a family. So thank you so much. Um, and as I said, my sister will kill me in the future when she hears that we've mentioned her bowel habits to all these people around the world. <laughs> but I'm very grateful for her to have a go at me in the future. I'm so grateful she'll be here. So there again, there's <laughs> another bit of gratitude. Anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you, and I will see you next time. As always, if you want to stay connected or you want to join the Total Somatics membership when the doors open next time, go to totalsomatics.com and then click on the Join Now page. And you'll see that on the Join Now page, if the membership doors are closed, just leave your details on the wait list. And then next time we open the membership doors, you will be the very first to find out. So again, all my love, all my very best wishes. You take care of everybody, yourself and everyone around you. And I'll see you next time. All my love. Bye. 
Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care.